They're here, everyone. They are the smart kids at the shops with their mothers or fathers, riding their bikes around the streets and playing down by the river, as well as talking to their friends on their smartphones. Join the smart kids each week as they discover, explore, and solve the mysteries of today. Here's your host, J.T. Crowley. Hello once again, and welcome to Podcast 12. Last week, I took you to Rio de Janeiro, where we met Gear and Kathy. And of course, that was all about the Paralympics. And as you can see now, what sort of medal that Cafe won, and how they got there, the determination, the ups and the downs. And I thoroughly enjoyed writing that story. But this week, I'm going to bring you to Davos in Switzerland. And it's here that we meet Emerita and her dog, Gretel. Davos, it's a bit of a backwater place. It's a very small town in Switzerland near the um, German border. But for most of the year, it's just a quiet place. But for three days in late January, the world comes to Davos. Um, and it comes for the World Economic Forum. Now, this is a forum um, which brings world leaders, presidents, kings. Um, it brings top business people. Uh, and it also brings world-renowned um, scientists. And they all come for this conference to um, chat about world issues, about the future, and how they can take the world forward, if you want to speak. And so it's here that I put Emerita. But it's also, uh, I put Emerita here because it's, it's in Switzerland, it sits in the Swiss Alps, and I could then, you know, talk about avalanches because the World Economic Forum takes place in January, and of course, Davos will, at that time of the year, be covered in a blanket of snow, and the this beautiful Swiss Alps that surround the small town would be absolutely covered in snow. Um, so, it's by putting a emerita there, it's taking you to the Davos um, Jakobshorn Ski Resort, and there you can you know you can do all sorts of winter sports, including um, slalom, cross country, and it's fantastic. And you see all the skiers out there and all their multicolored jackets. Now, cross skiing is the one that I give to the French ambassador's wife. Because that's the story. It's about how Emerita rescues the French ambassador's wife. And yes, she's doing the cross-country skiing. And I understand that it's quite an arduous, um, um, a physical sport to do. But it's fun, apparently. Anyway, have a look at Davos, kids. Go on to Google Earth. Um, Go on to Wikipedia and see what the World Economic Forum is all about. And, you know, like I said to you in many of the stories, I, um, I aim it at a particular age range. This one is probably the 9 to 13-year-olds. But it does have a little cute side to it with the Gretel de St. Bernard dog. Um, 
And when you read the story, you can see what colour eyes she's got, uh, what her, how her fur is made up, the colours of her fur. And it really is fascinating. They are wonderful dogs. And of course, they are used to do the rescues in the, the avalanche regions of Switzerland and Austria and you know, southern Germany. They are beautiful, beautiful dogs. Anyway, now I say every week, would you like to hear um, a bit of the story? And of course, I always teach you because I say that and then, well, you all know that I'm going to read a bit of the story. So here we go. I'm going to read a bit of Emerita, a short little clip, and I hope it gives you an insight to the story and makes you want to read more of it. Here we go. Emerita. The small Swiss Alpine city of Davos lies near the southern German border. For Emerita and her three-year-old St. Bernard rescued dog Gretel, it was home. Midwinter in the Alps meant deep snow, and with that came the reality of avalanches, as layers of snow that had built upon the mountains over the harsh winter months became unstable, threatening to engulf everything that lay in their paths. Emerita's house overlooked Davos. From her bedroom balcony, she could see right across the valley that was spread out beneath her. The rooftops of the hotels, cafes, shops and churches that made up the small city were clothed in beautiful, soft, glistening snow. The mountains, in their splendid white winter coats, looked majestic. But Emerita, like many of her friends, knew the hidden dangers that lay behind this picturesque setting. Davos, in the main, was a quiet backwater place. But for three days every year in late January, world political and business leaders from over a hundred countries came to discuss world issues. Emerita watched from her high vantage point as helicopters carrying world dignitaries landed at the various temporary heliports that had sprung up overnight. Her mother had told her what this year's theme was, but that was several days ago, and like any other 12-year-old girl, what her mother said normally went in one ear and straight out the other. Emerita looked around her room to see where she'd put her laptop. Clothes and shoes lay strewn all over the place. On the back of the door was pinned a message on bright yellow paper. The blue writing that had been hastily scribbled on it simply read, Tidy your room. Ignoring the message, she continued to scour her room. Gretel had taken her usual position on the bed. Emerita quickly realised that her laptop was embedded under Gretel, evidenced clearly by a white cable protruding from beneath her enormous head. She smartly pushed Gretel off her bed, and having retrieved the laptop, she logged on to the internet with the aid of the house Wi-Fi, googling World Economic Forum Davos, Switzerland. The fourth Industrial Revolution meant nothing to her, but she did recall her brother Heinrich last night at dinner saying that this year's talks were all about building a better future world for all. 
How? Hmm. He wasn't sure. But it would involve improving technology and getting more people, particularly from poor countries, to use the internet. No doubt, Heinrich would tell her more later, as he was working at the conference centre where the talks were being held. Emerita continued to lie on her bed, logging onto her Facebook page she looked to see what her friends were up to. Gretel made herself known by placing a large paw gently on the duvet. Emerita looked at her best friend, whom she loved and adored. She could see from the look on Gretel's eyes the unceremonious way she had been dumped off the bed did not meet with approval. Standing a little less than a metre high, with one blue eye and one brown eye, she attempted to get back on the bed, only to be rebuffed by Emerita. Her thick white coat, with its deep chestnut red patches, was well suited to her surroundings, keeping her well insulated against the biting cold and making her visible in the snow blizzards that often raged for days on end in the high Alps in this mountainous region of Switzerland. The cars bringing the delegates to the Economic Summit were lined up outside the conference centre, patiently waiting their turn to discharge the various world leaders. From her bedroom balcony vantage point, Emre could see the entire going-ons. The world's press were out in force, taking pictures of the rich and famous. The television on her bedroom wall had started to report that there had been an avalanche in the Davos Jakobshorn ski resort area and that a small group of cross-country skiers had been caught in the path of the avalanche and had been reported missing. A local TV company had managed to get footage of the avalanche as it happened from a skier who had videoed the event from her phone. Rumours had started to circulate that the wife of the French ambassador to Germany was one of the skiers trapped. Amrita's father flung open the door to her room. We need to go, he said. He was reading a text message he had received from the nearby mountain rescue team. All team members must report to the station immediately. We have received an urgent call requesting help to rescue a small party of cross-country skiers trapped by a recent avalanche in the Davos Jakobson area. Well, that was just a little insight to the story, guys, and a bit of a teaser for you. And hopefully that, if you like that story, you, like all the others, um, you can go onto Amazon.com and get the book, uh, The Smart Kids, or download the Kindle version, which I hope you all will. Uh, because these stories are absolutely fabulous. You know, the 17 stories of the 17 kids from all the different parts of the world, they they really are fascinating, they're adventurous, they're interesting, but every single one of them is different. Telling a different story from a smart kid doing something um, to improve or uh, resolve things that's going on in the world. Things that face kids today. Well, you know, and, and I normally say to you, you know, at the end of each podcast, I've got a couple of questions. Well, I have, but as usual, I want to cover off um, 
how the story came about and why the story came about. Well, how the story came about, it's very, very simple. It, when I was in Switzerland, I've been to Switzerland several times, and you go to these wonderful, wonderful resorts. Now, I'm not a skier. Um, I prefer to stay well and truly firmly on foot. But it's great to see, you know, all the skiers having fun. And, and, and when you go to these places, the resorts and the, um, the lifestyle that comes alive in, you know, in these ski resorts. It's absolutely fantastic. But, so, having been to a few ski resorts, I thought, I'm going to put a story here. Um, because I wanted to talk about, um, you know, the, the avalanches. So, going to, uh, I think, I suppose, it was Innsbruck in Austria that really fascinated me. But I didn't want to do an Austrian character. I wanted a Swiss character. So that's why I really put the story um, in Switzerland. And again, um, I wanted to bring in another subject, which I've already touched upon. So really the story came about of my experiences of going to Switzerland and Austria and seeing the skiing and um, and, and watching the skiing on the TV in wintertime, you know, the slaloms, the, the, the skiing, the downslope skiing. It's just fabulous. I thoroughly enjoy it. The speed that it takes place, the, um, the danger, the excitement, it's all, um, I, I, I find it just um, invigorating. So that's why I wanted a, a little story, um, a, a snow story, really. Um, so, so that's how the story came about, really. But I so, so wrote the story, as, I'm, as I said to you, um, I wanted to do a story about the avalanches. I wanted to highlight um, that avalanches are, they are real things that take place in the world and they can, and they are very dangerous. And when you go to these ski resorts, they're constantly reminding you to stay on the safe slopes, not to go off here, not to go off piste because of the danger of the, um, the avalanches. It's very real, they're very dangerous. And they, you know, these avalanches can take lives. And when you look at um, an avalanche and see, you know, what triggers it, you know, it can be just be a gunshot, it can be a loud noise, it can be quite a few things. But these avalanches, you know, it, this is snow piled on top of snow, piled on top of snow. But underneath, if the, uh, the weather gets warmer, there's a layer of water that forms and... It's that layer of water that gives the fluidity between the mountain and the snow. And that's when the snow starts to slip down. And it slips down from underneath first. And the speed and the sound is just, I believe, deafening, frightening. And you don't have long to adjust, to get out of its way. It does come down with such velocity. I needed a story in the winter time to talk about the avalanches. And then I remembered all oh, watching on television one day by the World Economic Forum, and that's in Davos. 
So that's why I put Emerita there. And of course the forum is talking, you know, world leaders coming from all over the place into this tiny Swiss um, town, city, whatever you want to call it, all emerging there for about three days of the year. And it's fascinating to watch it, you know, what they talk about. And it's not just world leaders, it's business people talking to world leaders. It's renowned scientists all talking to business leaders, politicians, presidents. And they're all trying to um, talk about things, issues which are going to make a better world or talk about issues that have gone wrong and how they're going to put them right. Um, and especially for poorer countries, you know, what technology can they improve upon to give the you know, kids in poorer parts of the world you know, a better outlook in life. So that's why I wrote the story and that's why it came about in Davos. Um, I, I nearly put the story in Innsbruck and Austria, but then I wouldn't have been able to touch upon the, the World Economic Forum. There you go. Now, I said I have three questions for you. Well, sorry, I have four questions for you. What? What triggers an, an avalanche? I nearly said earthquake then. That takes me back to Dantel. Two, what was this year's theme to the World Economic Forum? Three, how tall can a St. Bernard dog get to? And finally, four, what is the traditional drink that can be found in the small wooden barrel the St. Bernard dogs have around their necks? So kids, I've told you to go and Google Earth, go and have a look at Davos, um, go on Wikipedia, go on all the, any other internet sites and go and see all about the World Forum, go and read up about avalanches and see how, what triggers them, how they're made, what's, um, you know, how they come about. It's fascinating. So this is the 12th sticker that you've got, as I said in my last podcast, you know, from, with gear and cafe. And next week, you, on your world maps now, guys, you'll be able to put your 13th world sticker on as I take you around the world. But this 13th sticker is going to go to Syria in the Middle East. And this is where we meet um, Saif and Zahid, his brother. Now, this is the story of, it's the refugee boys. They are... Um, escaping through the papal traffickers out of Syria onto the waters through Europe to get a better life. It's a heartbreaking story, but I've put it in because it's so important to remember that some kids uh, in their lives face um, oh, extremely challenging times in their lives. And this is why I, am, I have written the story that you're going to hear about next week in podcast 13. For now, as I say at the end of each podcast, stay safe. And wherever you are watching, listening in the world, stay safe, but have fun, just like my characters.
And this is me, JT Crowley, signing off. And I will see you in Syria next week. Bye-bye for now. Stay safe, guys. Thanks for listening to The Smart Kids. Want to follow more of their adventures? Check out The Smart Kids by J.T. Crowley on Amazon.com now.